1: We're
2: hanging out with Lori and Julia. It's a little cloudy out there. We could see some rain later, but let's brighten up this up right now with a giveaway. What do we got, guys?
0: It's cloudy with a chance of Kesha. He's a fifth caller, 651-641-1071. And you and the date of your choice would be going to see Kesha at Mystic Lake on Sunday, November twelfth. So six five one six five one one oh seven one. Caller number five. Awesome. And as long as we're talking about music, I thought we could just do bang a gong for travel right now. And with a good I have a good uh suggestion how to save money like everyone I've talked to they're like I'm so worried about taking a trip everything is so expensive I'll just be all that is true all (laughs) that is true but Lori the travel agent uh, who will just be your travel agent for the moment I would say this then first of all if you are flexible as to where you go and you just want to go somewhere then you go, you need to get the deals page from Sun Country emailed to every week.
1: Apps every Tuesday.
0: Delta, you can go to their deals thing and they have it like with what's coming up in the same week. They, I don't think they do the email like uh, They don't Sun do Country. the email,
1: but you can look on their... You can if, look on
0: whoever yeah. your airline is of your preferred choice and look what, what the upcoming deals are. But... um there are some budget things that you can do, and a lady emailed me last week, and I just I did read the email I did get back at her and she goes years ago, I remember you talking about you and your mom went on this wonderful trip to Memphis, and then you mm-hmm. went again with Casey yes. do you remember the name of the little of the hotel that I stayed at yes. and um they ha- it just so happened that uh u s a today came up with um Between a panel of travel experts and 10 um, travel editors, like what is one of the best U.S. destinations on a budget? It is Memphis, Tennessee. I love this. And it is, it's a historic city. Of course, it's on the river and it's, you know, we think Elvis, B.B. King, but the cost of living is lower in Memphis. So the restaurants... The bars, there's so many, there's so much competition for a hotel room and restaurants that it keeps it affordable. You don't need a car in Memphis if you can just take a Lyft or Uber or taxi or a bus out to Graceland. It's very walkable, the city, and... There's so much to do that it's right downtown Memphis. The Civil Rights Museum, Sun Studios, going to the Peabody, watching the Ducks, go, strolling along. There's a furniture store on the main street that, you know, Elvis bought all of his furniture there. The Lansky Brothers, Beale Street is right there. The River is right there. It's It's a small city. You know, maybe think like downtown St. Paul. Right. It's very um they've got carriages. Beale Street has music, you know, day and night, and there's so many places to eat and drink, it's inexpensive. And barbecue is inexpensive.
1: Yes, it is. And it's not the summer, it's kind of spendy to go there. It, and it's yes. hot
0: there. But if yep. you could if you wanted to go in September, September is October. Like a
1: great, month. great October, it gets a little expensive again.
0: Yeah, but again, I'll give you another tip for for um a city such as this go Saturday to Tuesday. You get a better airfare on a Saturday, come back on a Tuesday and three nights is perfect. And then you're only playing, paying a premium for For Saturday Saturday night night. and
1: Sunday, Monday. I like doing this because it's less crowded if if bars and restaurants you know if restaurants are open on Monday I mean that used to oh, be kind Oh no no
0: it's this is a this is a, this tourist, is a tourist town. town. Yeah it's yeah going. everything
1: is going. And if Graceland make sure you know it's open seven days a week. I'm sure. But yeah. I really want to go there because what else? It is, is a freedom you know it? it's
0: fun. It's yeah. just a fun place. No one. It, Ever, there's something for everyone to do and it, there is something to be said. It is fun to go to and for some reason, everyone is flocking to Nashville, which has just gone sky high in prices. And up, the building that,
1: is going on. There's so much building going on and there's traffic. It's not as fun right Memphis, now. But
0: Memphis, downtown Memphis, there are hotels everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. I mean, there are so many hotels. I like this little place called the Madison. We ended up Really, I've stayed there a couple times, and it's just in a great location, and I just didn't want to pay the Peabody price. That's right. probably the most best known. Right. But,
1: but you have to go watch the Ducks. Yeah, Because yeah. I saw them, because there's a Peabody, I think, in Orlando. Yeah, that there might be. we watched the Ducks at mm-hmm. once years ago. But that's yeah. just kind of a fun thing It's to do. kind of
0: fun. And then if you're looking for your best budget-friendly hotel brand, Red Roof, y'all, is the leader of Economy Hotels. They have... Free Wi-Fi, they got extra outlets for charging, they upgraded their rooms, they have Certa mattresses, they have upgraded linens and towels, they have flat screen TVs. So if you're looking for your budget-friendly hotel, Mm -hmm. do not forget about the old red
1: roof. You know, and that that would be a destination you could go to year-round. Memphis? Yeah, in the winter. I mean, it would be moderate. And there's so much, like you talk about the SAC Museum, you talk about Grayson, for people who have never gone... What a great idea.
0: Yeah. I mean. And if you are wanting to go international on a budget, would you be
1: surprised to know that your most affordable destination would be Poland? No, because I, who did we just find out? Well, Jess here at work went to Poland years ago, but Mm -hmm. someone I know just went there and it's supposed to be amazing. There's a
0: tremendous number of things to see and do. There's natural beauty. Of course, there's remarkable museums, important historical sites like the Auschwitz Memorial Museum is a very solemn, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that would be important experience, and then there's the Crooked Forest, which I guess is just blows people away. The nature mm-hmm. of that, and um, um, the Wiletska Salt Mine, and it's inexpensive to go in and out of. And if you're looking for your cheapest way for a European ticket, because Europe airfares have so gone sky expensive. high, you're be- you fly Iceland Air. Yes. Through Reykjavik. To, you no, you oh. fly to Reykjavik mm-hmm. yeah. and I, I would maybe get a travel agent involved. It'd be worth totally. it just to pay them 20, but then they can look. So if you were going on to Greece or you were going on to Poland, right. I don't know that Iceland Air is flying to those places, right. but all the international country carriers of Europe fly like, in and out of Reykjavik, Air Greece and whatever the Polish national, yeah. So you can get, you might get a seventy nine dollars round trip airfare out of Reykjavik to wherever you're going in Europe.
1: It's worth looking. <sighs> no, but you know, in Namaste. The other, no, I namaste. love being
0: a travel agent. No, and right
1: now, in they talked about how high, how many people traveled over Memorial Day weekend. There's a ton of travelers right now, and going off to different destinations that are off the beaten track. And waiting to go to those other big ones that you want to go to until yeah. things settle down a little bit. Yes, you know I think it's a great. I love the idea of Poland, though. Yeah, there's so much history, a
0: lot, a lot to see and mm-hmm. do there. Surprisingly, so all right. There, uh, Thank who you won are... the tickets for Kesha? Our winner was Lori
2: from mm-hmm. Shakopee. Very, very exciting. So mm-hmm. very Lori excited and... from
0: Shakopee. Yeah, so. thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.
2: She, um, okay. Oh, she said that one note she goes because some people say this she was actually listening on her alexa oh. and still had time to call in and win the prize so oh. we always sometimes have issues with people in the delay but right. she was actually she's like hey let them know that i was on my alexa and i still got in in time for the prize Nice. So that's, that's that's they must be getting that matched up better that's yeah good.
0: that's good that's good <laughs> all right listen we'll be right back with random thoughts
1: Everybody, Lori and Julia here for Furniture Manor. We absolutely love it, and know you will too. Give it a try. It's like twenty minutes outside of downtown Minneapolis. Um, it's on uh, off of six ninety four on County Road eighty one in Osseo. And and really, the the beautiful thing about it, it's a furniture store I, like no other furniture store in the Twin Cities area. It is such wonderful furniture that's so. And if that makes sense, comfortable, I mean. Yeah. And we really are advocates. You need to sit in things and feel things and lay on I beds. I like to and look at stuff. Look it's at it's art. Touch it. Feel it. Furniture Manor has a beautiful showroom. Everybody who works there is a designer and has a design background. They don't charge you extra for that. It's just a nice thing to have to make sure that what your plans are, making sure that to scale they're going to work in your place. The pricing is amazing. You're going to love Furniture Manor. Check them out and tell them the girl sent you.
2: Julia's random
0: thoughts.
1: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so, um, Laura, you've heard about Chat GPT, right? The doom, yeah. the yeah. AI intelligence. Yes. Kind of Grant. I know uh, you've heard about it. I just
2: mm-hmm. tried playing with it this last weekend, okay. and it scares the living daylights. So I out
1: watched of Grant type in something simple and i watched in 3 seconds later how quick your computer can send you back artificial intelligence on something um,
2: An essay, a speech, a anything. Speech, you can anything. tell it, it's, hey, it's, write me the benefits of planting certain trees in Minnesota. And it will give you a five-minute speech on the types of trees you want to do, when you want to do it, do how you, you want to do it. do you believe everything it's telling you? It's actually updated from all of the internet sources up to 2021. So if anything Ugh. has changed after
1: 2021. sci-fi, I can't. Even, I can't. My mind is exploding. No, yes. I just, I'm just just going to tell parents
0: mm-hmm. yes.
1: and everybody beware. Um, it is out there. It is but I bet is I it, wonder if there's a way that teachers can just say, was this an AI written report? I bet well, there is. Here's how one teacher found out There you go. Um, mm-hmm. at the bottom of the um, of an article that someone had put together um, that used AI and it was a book report. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did Cliff Notes. Yes, yeah, but that like, was allowed. That was allowed as long as, cl- if, as long as you noted it, yeah. yeah. You, were a yeah pen- you cite
2: your references, yeah, absolutely, yeah,
0: yeah, because it's cheating. No matter it, at the end then, of the day, it's still cheating. And this AI
1: is there, and it is cheating. And I'm just going to say, this um, is
0: a, one of the big sticking points in the writers' guild, it, as
1: it should be, Lori, yeah. because as it should be, for everybody, should be concerned about it right now, because basically, what it is is it's using all the information out there and a. And it's it's not using your brain. It's yeah. not creative. It's not new. It's like trusting all the cars of the world
0: to all of a sudden be self-driving. Yeah, that's true. And you okay, know, and they don't know about that with, with, with they don't know how to react to humans. But this is your yeah. this is people's brains. These yes, are your yeah, kids' yeah. brains. Yeah. I would
1: go crazy if I was a parent right yeah. now.
2: Well, they and prior to that, they had a system where you could submit all your papers as a student to this you know, database that it would check for plagiarism. Mm-hmm. Now they are working on a way to be able to check, check to see if this was applied by which, a, should. which yeah. they are working on. Yeah. But right now kids and I talked to my neighbor kid who just graduated from Hopkins yeah. high school he and he said that, yeah, all, Every... the, all the kids do is they take it and then they change the words up a little bit, make it sound oh, a little bit dumber. And, but they are, I have read articles. They are working a way to make a database where it can pick up on, you know, like I've a, avoided like a it, watermark or something. But I watched know.
1: Grant do it, and it scared the crap out of me. So mm-hmm. I just want to tell people: just heads up on it. And here's mm-hmm. how the old kid in seventh grade got caught doing a book report on the Joy Luck Club. Remember reading that book? What? <laughs> Why? That is such a funny uh, book. Well, for, maybe not. I, but it's I, not, I don't
0: know. It, it was a great book. It was a good book. Copied club.
1: the kid seems. Oh, it, it seems does. too old for seventh Whatever. grade. Yeah, this is right. what it was. Okay. Um, the kid did everything copied word for word oh, from, dear you yeah. know the book. And at the very end, copied word for word, Mm -hmm. and used the quote at the very end as an AI language model. I don't have personal expectations or opinions. (laughs) How (laughs) they ended it, and use words like poignant. Well, I I will say that was always
0: the absolute worst having to do a book report on a book you didn't like. Oh yeah, Uh, I'm not for anybody banning books, or I think it's always a hard thing. What book should the class read? Yeah, because so
2: many different.
0: There's so many different books that people like. And then if you had a mean teacher who was like someone who made people stand up in reading class, then you always felt bad for the kids who had trouble reading out loud. It was, I just, I get hives for a book report and I could be a kid. I could see how it'd be attractive.
1: Oh, oh yeah. 100%. So just a heads up. Well, and, um, and one couple? small
2: thing to take away, okay. just to give this uh so the Black Mirror, the creator of the Black Mirror, he's Charlie Brooker. Yeah. He, there's an article it's on a Variety. TV show. Yeah, Black Mirror and there's six it's horrible. Scary. <laughs> Scary, but it talks about all the crazy things that can happen in this world. Well, he used ChatGPT to write an episode and he said, quote, it was bleep and using the S word. So yeah. there was no real original thought here at all. So it's still far away from being into the Hollywood world at this point in time.
0: Yeah, but still- but they- They are still using it for taking shortcuts yeah. and doing yeah. things. And that's how they're getting away with giving writers mini room assignments right. so yeah. that if it does get picked Out up, there. they don't ever have to pick. Right. I mean they're doing it to short shrift. Yes. As the writers. As
1: our learners are. Yeah. As we would have done. Yeah. So just a little heads up. I just there's a couple different um honorable mentions in the Twin Cities this week. I'm gonna give one, our first one's to Midtown Global Market. Nice. Um USA Today does a ten best um, thing, 10 best this, 10 best mm-hmm. that. And M- Midtown Global Market is nominated for the 10 best public markets. It is so true. And wow. if you want to vote on it, go to 10best.com, and it's Midtown Global Market. Right now, they're, I think, in fourth place. Yeah. So if you want to do that, voting is through July, but that's a great place. Yeah, And is. other best. The Oscars for um, cocktailing has been, we've got a Minneapolis bartender who's been nominated. No. Her name is Jessie Pol- Pollack She works at Spoon and Stable, which neither of us have Ever been to? I've been there. Everyone's been there, but I, I used to
2: work in the building it was attached to. That's why. But oh, we've
1: never so been. is that right across from Bunkers? Kind
0: of. Uh, n- not kind of in that general in area, that area,
2: but it's um yeah, just in the North Loop on like First and Second Street yes, there. Yeah, back it's ridiculous. The Lowry like, or not I, the Lowry.
1: But yet Everyone, I don't feel bad about it one bit. I know. Not at um, But it's, she is nominated. She is um, one of 10 nominees for the cool. Spirit Award. So if you go to the Spoon and Stables, say hi to Jesse. Yeah, that's very nice. really cool. And last year she won the Bartender of the Year Award by the U.S. Bartender yeah. Guild. So this guy. I, I, I cool. told Stephanie Hansen, I said, I don't have restaurant FOMO
0: of any kind. That's you. Yeah, How but I really, do? I don't. And she goes, Oh, I have it so bad. All this the is time. why we're in the different jobs.
1: You're not doing <laughs> cooking. And food and recipes and Stephanie Marches and so is Stephanie Hansen. Uh, well, this is why that's happening. Yeah. Then tomorrow, there's just a ton of stuff going on. I tomorrow, know you're
0: talking, you're going very
1: fast. Like you've, you've I've got, got a, a checkie, whole pile. a checklist. We tomorrow a at the Mall of America at noon, if you have never seen the drummers who work for the Vikings doing skull, 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 skull Skoll line, yeah, they're having tryouts. Cool. So it would be fun to go to the rotunda and watch it. And that's going to be um, tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. That's at the cool. Mall of America Rotunda if you want something different to do. That's yeah. cool. Also, Minneapolis downtown is doing everything to get bodies back down there. So there's something on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, there's something on every Thursday. And starting this Thursday, people who work downtown or want to go downtown, food trucks, music, games, um, different promotion deals, parking deals. A ton of stuff is going on. Will there be security? Um, Lori, I'm going to say this. Let's see here. Yeah. This week in downtown Minneapolis. I would think so, but... I I was
2: downtown on Friday night last week, and they were had... How did the vibe feel? It was actually good. It was really good, because they block off between 5th and 6th Street there on 1st Avenue. They're doing this on Friday nights now, and they had games and vendors and... There were plenty of police around, plenty of security. People were having fun. It didn't seem to be, it was, it was cool. It was really nice. And then even after the twins game, it was still up and going and people were having- I wish
0: the downtown council had just hired Rick Nelson and he could have consulted on everything. Nick Mall. I mean, he could have helped them 10 years ago so much. Well,
1: here's what they're doing. They have events every Tuesday and 30. There's a whole calendar available at um, downtown summer campaign. I forgot where it was. Yeah, MinneapolisDowntown.com. Downtown.com. Oh, okay. okay. So it's all there. Okay, we love getting out of town at MSP Airport Terminal 1 and 2. And here's something exciting that's just happening. Just kicked off last week. MSP Reserve. So what it is, if you are flying out of Terminal 2, you can make an appointment to go through the TSA security line So you don't have to be stressed out waiting in line. And you can do that up to a week in advance. Is it just the security line? It's not TSA? It's it's TSA security at Terminal 2. 2. Got it. And so what you can do is go to MSP.com and find out more about the Terminal 2. It's called MSP Reserve. You can literally skip the line, give them the number of travelers, take a lot of stress off your plate. It's a pilot program. People are loving it. And another way to take stress out is all the parking uh, options
0: available to you at mspairport.com. Click on parking. You can pre-book your parking. You can uh get a QR code. It's super easy. Save money. Go to msp airport.com. Hi hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, Julia, we were on t- we were on Drew's side yesterday yes. because uh, yesterday I talked to you guys about how on playing yesterday, I had yes. read the New York magazine profile of Drew Barrymore right. um, uh, where she just talked about a, a lot of different uh, things. But uh, I said, the thing that's going to be get get taken out of context for headline is that it could be misconstrued where it'll say Drew Barrymore wishes her, her mother to di- di- die. D- yeah. Wishes yes. her mother to be dead. Stupid. And I said, you know, cause you knew right away you go, Oh yeah, she wants her mom to be dead. I'm like no, if you and then I kind of explained yes. to you that she had done this panel with Jen, uh, what her
1: McCurdy. i wish- sure she was a. I'm glad my mom died. Yeah, Daddy, yeah. She, wrote D- a book. she was an actress. I mean, some people have really toxic relationships, but, but Drew didn't say that. No, and those
0: the two women she was talking to, both their mothers had passed yes. away anyway. So Drew Barrymore, of course, this inner and I'm telling you guys, it is a delight delightful reading the biggest thing that i loved finding out about is how her show basically doubled because because of of
1: viral videos
0: on instagram one where she's just laughing and walking in the rain just being drew barrymore just like you think she Mm -hmm. is and another one where she discovers the secret window doing a renovation in her new york Brownstone. Maybe we can find... Remember the story yeah. on the little doors? Yeah.
1: The lady who landed in I mean, the little It was doors. just an organic so thing. Cute. And right. then
0: she just like... Her social media, they just included Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. So it was like a whole bunch of people hadn't realized that she had a talk show. And yes. Drew Barrymore is one of these people where you're like, I. the way she is is the way
1: she is. 100%. 100%. So she,
0: she took to Instagram... uh, Late yesterday or afternoon or evening, after this New York magazine thing had published, and then tabloids, TMZ, Daily Mail, Page Six were like Drew Barrymore, which is her mother was dead. So right. here's um, Drew just get going to Instagram and, and just clarifying.
1: Yeah. You know what? To all you tabloids out there, you have been my life since I was 13 years old. I have never said that I wish
0: my mother was dead. How dare you put those words in my mouth? I have been vulnerable and tried to figure out a very difficult, painful relationship
1: while admitting it is difficult to do while a parent is alive. And that for those of us who have to figure that out in real time, cannot wait as in they cannot wait for the time not that the parent is dead don't twist my words around or ever say that i wish my mother was dead i have never said that i never would in fact i go on to say that i wish that i never have to live in existence where i would wish that on someone
0: because that is sick so she was yep yeah pissed. And if you had read that whole thing, and I knew right away when I saw that headline, I'm like, I got to read this whole thing. And I had time, yes, you know, to read the whole thing. And, and, um, but that is, you know, there, that's what people are are looking for. And I think it's interesting, you know, she's like, since I was 13, she's been in the headlines
1: and, you know, even before that, really, no, that was when she went for, through the drug and alcohol rehabs
0: yeah yeah well she i mean she was a a child star and her mother would take her to parties at studio 54 and by age 12 she went into rehab and by age 14 she emancipated uh herself from her mother and her father Mm -hmm. because her father john barrymore was i mean in a 2021 interview with howard stern she said She told him maybe treatment, I think at that age, was the best thing to happen to me in a sick way because it cooled me out. My mother created a monster and then she didn't know what to do with that little monster that she turned on to cocaine and alcohol and also using her daughter as a way to get men.
1: Isn't that gross?
0: You know, and money and everything else. It was just so... And uh, she said, um, you know, her mom has a limited relationship with Drew's kids. She supports her financially. Mm-hmm. And she said, "I." she also, in the same interview, she found empathy for her father, um, John. He died of multiple myeloma and she paid for his hospice care. And she said, "I just understood what an incapable human being he was, yeah, and it, it she said it must be hard for my mom because my dad got all this sympathy, and my mom gets a lot of hate, she got the heartache, and he gets the free pass,
1: right, and he's dead,
0: mhm,
1: for like twenty years, like two thousand four or something, yeah, so
0: yeah, yeah, so and you know, and at the same time, you know." Harry took the stand today across the pond. Can we have I, 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 one more sorry. thing on
1: Drew? Thank you. Before you do that, <laughs> yeah. can I tell you one more thing on yeah. Drew? She also talked about um, you know, why she's not open up she's not open to be in another relationship.
0: Oh yeah, because she spent her whole life in romance and drama. Yeah. She yeah. could never she bounced from guy to guy. She did yeah. not like to be alone and I distinctly remember this after I disastrously married for a second time. And I just had, I looked back and it was just broken heart affairs. I mean, I had nothing. I had so much romance drama in my life. It was just, it was kind of incredible. I was kind of impressed with myself and sick of myself at the same time, (laughs) if you know what I mean. And I remember having this and I had gone to therapy and I was like 34 and I remember i am going to date myself i am going to just be married to me i am going to not have any men in my life maybe i'll kiss somebody but i am i am going to date me yeah and i did that for like a year okay and i just you know i kissed i was a kissing bandit grant but i did not get any oxytocin flowing by having sex. Mm-hmm. And then I like somebody more than they might deserve to be like, because I couldn't be trusted. Obviously mm-hmm. I was a romance drama warrior.
1: I loved it. Uh, and that's what she basically said. <laughs> yeah, so that back is, to I spent to that. a lot of my life loving romance and drama and all that. Mm-hmm. And I, I just burnt myself out on it and mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. And she said she might be getting close to getting, I mean, she's got two young children. She lives in New York city and she's got a full-time talk show, you know, daytime talk show. Uh, you she's know, a lot it, it,
0: yeah, and I think it probably broke her heart Did she and Will. What
1: happened to that marriage? Did you talk about that at all?
0: No, no, because mm-hmm. he's the father yeah. of her daughters, and she's on very good terms with him, and his, his new wife. wife. Yeah, and of course. So it all maybe it was she realized that you know she married him to be the father of her children, and she it wasn't really.
1: More than that.
0: More I than that. I kind of got
1: that feeling a little bit. Yeah,
0: I don't think there was any cheating yeah. or anything like that. I just think that they drifted into parent roommates. Oh. Yep. you know That happens a lot.
2: I actually, yeah. yeah I have, that happens I had, a lot. I had a good friend in high school that had parents like that.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, Drew, I just, we love you. Oh yeah. We love you, and I love Always. that she did that. And I love, you know, because... Her doing that, I mean, with Harry testifying, uh, you know, in court today, he's giving a testimony against the Mirror Group newspapers, which is the Sun, I think, in the Mirror. He's also and the be, Daily Mail. Well, he's also suing the Sun and the Daily Mail. Those are two other th- entities. He's really, yeah. He's taking on the British tabloid media, and it is. So and it's a huge story because in the UK, the way it's covered, which is by the tabloids. That he's suing. That he's suing yeah. is so horrible. And page six, which Rupert Murdoch owns, is all very anti-Harry and everything else. But um, I think it was the London uh, Guardian. The, the Guardian or the one of the other ones uh, that's not a tabloid. Seven out of ten Britons believe that Harry was hacked and are on Harry's side when it comes to this. And there is a kind of a disbelief that Buckingham Palace is so protective
1: of the newspapers. Racist of the newspapers. The newspapers that trash their whole family. They trash everyone. It's it's interesting. I read a lot more about this today. And really, all the negative coverage is coming from the papers that he's suing.
0: And it's also why a lot of people have switched at first. You know, they, they were like, they hated Harry and Meghan and people believe Because this when you paint the narrative over and over that something is true, what do you just have to say a lie three times before mm-hmm. it becomes true? We see that in... Their Netflix thing, he's just like... uh, But when those came out and when Spare came out, people then felt differently. It's like, yeah, you're right. Harry, you're just taking on something that is
1: a troubled institution. I'm curious why the the New York Times is going after him. I don't know why they're carrying the water. Because they're really going after him, too. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. I have Harry and Meghan burnout. Yeah. But... I think what he's doing is admirable on this case because these, the damaging headlines that he's had his entire life. And when you read more about it, there's over a hundred people involved in this class action lawsuit. It's, it's soccer players. It's, it's, it's all the people that they did phone tapping and all this stuff. on. it's not just Harry; He's the face of it, but I will say this. He is standing up for something that's right. And, and I think he's courageous in doing this. I I still have the Harry and Megan burnout, but he is standing up for something that is Right. I and I still disagree what he wrote about his brother in the book because I think that is damaging. And, and to I
0: will just say this you know, William, one of the things we found out in this, the depositions that happened prior to this, is that William accepted millions of dollars in a secret settlement from Rupert Murdoch from the, uh, the Daily Mail because they hacked his phone and Buckingham Palace threatened him, but they kept it secret. But what's the difference? I mean, oh, no, no, but, but what I'm but, saying is, what I'm saying is, is that they already know how...
2: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman,
1: yeah. Truth, but it doesn't matter it's still he you just want, what he is. does he doesn't want to stand up for his brother right now cuz he can't stand him larry okay but i <laughs> it's telling in and of itself that the buckingham palace
0: makes a secret deal with murdoch for william to get paid for his phone getting hacked yeah. as long as they don't say anything about it then they can go back to doing tit for tat it is the most incestuous relationship it's like what do they really have on the crown these tabloids
1: i, I really what do they have it's, that, it's, that it's, buckingham palace is so it's in it's extremely interesting but i will say mm. buckingham palace obviously does not care much about william and megan i mean harry and megan right no. now they didn't acknowledge little, little bit about. their daughter's second birthday on any of their socials. petty as hell so but but again Harry is doing something courageous and admirable. Yes. And I don't I don't know why him.
0: the New York Times is carrying water for this alliance between Buckingham palace I don't get it—and
1: these tabloids—it's very, very—it's going to be an interesting thing to see where it all shakes out. You he know?
0: called the UK government rock, that they're rock bottom, and that Diana's butler, Paul Burrell, is a two-faced bleep, and that the stories about James Hewitt being his, his father, father were,
1: must made, have been damaging. They were in every headline. We read those forever. We he, read them in he people worried, too, because
0: he was a kid. I mean, he was like, I don't know. And he how, didn't
1: look like his brother or his dad, even though there's red hair his in, mom. in the Spencer mm-hmm. family. He thought he'd be thrown out of the royal family. Because, Grant, I don't know if you remember this. He grew up. There were all these headlines that James Hewitt, the, um, he was a horse trainer, wasn't he? Security. Oh, security was his father. Because so he had these red are the headlines hair, all
0: of his life. And James Hewitt and Princess Diana, they had, so had an a acknowledged dalliance. affair. But yes. the timeline never worked. And whenever we would talk about it, I would say, but James Hewitt is gone uh, there's no way he can be the, the father baby because he's not even working for her in right. the right time frame. Hmm.
1: But it really was, I could see as a child how damaging that would be to have all these headlines because you don't look like anyone else in your family. Yeah. yeah. Um. In the close family, thinking, gosh, is it my dad?
0: Anyway, you we're going to be, I mean, just... Uh. And then also that the Buckingham, basically the Windsors, that it'd be too expensive to sue. That's been the other excuse that's kind of come out. Um, The Windsors,
1: hello. But good for Harry right now. I know. Good good on Harry. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's time to Hollywood Speak. Okay, shots are being fired in the Taylor Swift,
0: Matt Healy. Well, nothing from Maddie Healy, but uh, sources close to Taylor say, quote-unquote, she was just letting off steam. I love that. With Maddie and, quote-unquote, will not be writing albums about this one. Love we'll it. see. I would know, I would hope not.
1: No. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it just a I think it was a friends with benefits type of yeah, situation. It' never going anywhere. She had fun. they were they had the hots for each other for a month.
0: She's out, but what I love this. Everyone who really knows or has been saying all along, this was just a fun, good time thing that would last as long as it lasts and would be no big deal once it was done. It's all so stupid. She will not be writing albums about this one. Does everyone have amnesia about Tom Hiddleston
1: Oh, no, that one, we don't. Because no. I, heart T. Swift, Tom Hiddleston wore on a tank. I know. We do that... not have amnesia about that one. No, we don't. Thank we you. Don't. Thank you. We don't. But the other line in here, Lori, mm-hmm. I, you said this already, but I'm just going to repeat it. Letting off steam? Yeah. Not be right. No, Letting off steam? No, it's such no. a visual. this is a new one. Mm-hmm. It's not a breakup. It's a natural evolution of a fun little thing whose moment is over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just were boinking until they were They didn't. So And they
0: probably, like, you know, they knew it was going to be, maybe they didn't even put a name to it. Maybe everything Taylor Swift does has to get a name put to it. I'd hate to, they like, didn't it'd name be this a one hard, yet. she'd be a hard spotlight to be in. I
2: was going to say, to oh. date her would be... Rough. Well, that's
0: because like, just the minute you're seen with someone, that's like Madonna, that's everywhere. like Beyonce, that's yeah. like all these. Yeah, Cher- but yeah. you know, with her, she's had a lot. Okay, Anthony Hopkins spoke with the New Yorker as a part of a wide-ranging piece on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. First of all, he said, it's swallowing Hollywood whole. Yes,
2: it is.
1: Yes, it is. And I
2: love it. Is that true? A hundred percent.
1: Everything is. I mean, yeah. that's
2: why we don't see great movies like we saw throughout the 90s and early 2000s where like grumpy old men, for example. or and
1: Marge, very you- large. Ex- she just saw it. I watched it last night. Nice. Oh.
2: Yes. But now with all these it's studio. It's so but- good. Yeah, but this- Wasn't
1: that a cute movie? Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> and we both just sat there and smiled when it was over. Same. And this was such a nice feel-good movie. Probably
2: yeah. thirty million to make. What that you know that that's what movies were. Now yeah. that these two hundred million dollar box office movies that they're really not. I mean, they're acting in a green room essentially. Well,
0: I guess you know then that's a good thing for the streaming because yeah. uh, you know if they can make a deal and maybe they can make a movie for ten million dollars or whatever they made. Jerry and Marge. Yeah, the large, streaming you know? services. Yeah,
2: it, but it's definitely well, he, okay. Here is the awkward. other
0: thing he said because um, he played Odin yep. in the three Thor movies. Yes. Um, the father of Thor. Yes. And, um, I just thought everyone knew that, um, Odin was the father of Thor, but yes, no, they wouldn't. No, no, they wouldn't. Yep. Here's what he said: They put me in armor. They shoved a beard on me. Yeah, sit on the throne, shout a bit. If you're sitting in front of a green screen, it's pointless acting.
2: Then did I not just say you're sitting in a room with a green screen acting? That's ex- that's the thing. Is like when you go watch how beautiful these things are on the big screen, yeah. and then you go watch how they're made. Yeah, it's just it seems like. It to just, me
0: it seems like it's good acting if you can make it seem seems, believable, but he calls it pointless acting. He does not like it. But of, he keeps returning. A yep. lot
2: of Martin Scorsese a lot of people are in this were are in this belief. Now I as a fan but why of why does
0: he keep doing it? Because a paycheck.
2: See? And residuals, money talks. I there mean, those Thor movies get played constantly on Saturday afternoons, yeah. and every time they play, he's getting paid.
0: Yeah, okay. So, so you know, all right. Yep. He just doesn't enjoy it. Yep. Thanks for sharing, Anthony. I wouldn't either. Deborah Messing um, uh, was, spoke at the Paley Center for uh, Media uh, at an event on Monday night, and she had a great story she shared with everybody. Um, she said the very first sitting, they had the chicken cutlets. To make my chest bigger.
1: The first sitting for what? Willie Grace. Grace. Okay. Oh.
0: I just wasn't a fan of like the whole idea of it. I was like, you know what? I don't need that. And they're like, well, it's the president of the network. If he wants it, then he needs I mean, he thinks you should have bigger boobs. And she said, if he wants it, he needs to come here and tell me to my face. I love that. She didn't name the guy, but a little detecting. Warren Littlefield was at the head of NBC in nineteen ninety eight. I'll tell you what, Julia, when I did to tell the truth and I did the costume fitting and you have to bring your own clothes when was, you're on the game she show was
1: on it for the nipples, for the nipple nipples. enhancers to figure out what, what is she here for?
0: And I went there in October. I went like three weeks after 9-11. I was like one of five people on this plane to LA. I was terrified, but the game show was calling me, Julia. But I remember- We had a chance to, we won money. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I uh, brought uh, brought my good padded bra because I knew about being on TV and that I could use more silhouette. And I remember the costume guy looked at me and he goes, can you put another, if I find you another padded bra, can you put that on? And then can we put in the chicken cutlets? Because the other two women... There were also going to pretend to be Lori Berghini, and is it cold in here, is it just me, mm-hmm. had gigantic Hollywood boobs.
1: Which mm-hmm, they did.
0: So in that clip of me on To Tell the Truth, I really looked quite, you know... Busty. Busty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That, no, it's too... I didn't resist like you, Deborah Messing. I was like, this wardrobe guy tells me I need better boobs on the game show. And John O'Hurley, at the end of the episode, opened his shirt and had a nipple glued in the middle of his chest hair on, you know, so it looked like he had three nipples across. I'll always be fond of him for that. Anyway, so yeah, Deborah, but remember the funny episode with the water bra? Oh
1: yeah. The Will and Grace, it goes off at the art gallery. Do you just remember how many funny bras were invented? The water bra... The um, nipple bra, the demi-cup bra, the this bra. Now there's, I just saw on Instagram, there's a small boob bra. Oh, yeah. That's, a,
0: that's the pullover bra, yeah. Julia, that I'm a fan mm-hmm. of. I love a bra you can pull <laughs> over your head that don't, you don't have to snap <laughs> and hook. That's true. Um, okay, uh, Julia, m- make of this what you will. Um, the going out top is dead. Long live the fun pant. Okay. Is the going out top
1: dead?
0: Just because someone said it was? Mean, I feel like
1: that's a free a, a fund. That- Going on. Uh, going out, out top. top Long know? live the fun pant.
0: The fun Now it's all about a fun pant, oh, no. apparently. Oh,
1: uh, no. no. No, 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 no. That's because people are sick of the high-waisted mom jeans that have been in fashion for so many years, for the past five years. Okay. Those ugly, ugly jeans that it, we missed that silhouette because we had already done it. We had already done it? I um, already Grant, saw my beautiful 20-something-year-old body in mom yeah. jeans. And now I they're pretty... Them, oh, they're terrible. Maybe the fun pant is where the waistband is, like, b- around the belly button or below it again. But, well, I low think cut, it might be cut. a pattern or
0: like a I don't I don't care. Yeah, I would going out tops will never no. be dead. No. Okay.
1: I could use one though. <laughs> going I, had a, out I, had a, I had a wardrobe disaster on Saturday. I just couldn't, couldn't find any clothes in my closet.
0: You know what that means? It means you haven't shopped shop, you haven't shopped and forever. you probably need to go through your closet and get rid of some stuff.
1: I do. I haven't shopped forever. I really had a crisis. I yeah. wore something that didn't even match. Hey, Jean. Ever <laughs> Eve. I know. It's such a crisis. It was scary. Oh, oh my gosh. All right. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Laurie and Julia. Rocco's going to join us for some trivia fun.